0: In this episode, we're going to be talking about the upcoming holiday season. Q4 is a busy time for retailers and advertisers and pretty much everyone in the marketing space. It's a time when a lot of things are happening and a lot of people are shopping, both for themselves and for others. Welcome to On The Record with Campaign Middle East. I'm Austin Allison, the editor of Campaign. You can read Campaign in print and online at campaignme.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, other social platforms. Catch our webinars and listen to this podcast on Angami and other podcast platforms. Angami helps us with the production, and this episode is sponsored by Facebook. To help us unwrap a festive parcel of marketing insights, I'm joined by Rana Buri, who is Facebook Mina's Head of Marketing. Hi Rana.
1: Hi Austin, how are you?
0: Very well, thanks for joining me. So, it may seem like an obvious question, but can I just start off by asking you, why is the holiday season important for marketers?
1: Just to give a bit of context, let's start with what do we consider as the holiday season, right? And you refer to as Q4 being very busy. So, what we refer to as the holiday season is where consumers exhibit a range of shopping behaviors while these mega sales moments. So examples of the holiday seasons, if we think of the global moments that are actually reflective in our local market as well, think of the festive season. So whether it's Christmas, New Year's, uh, cyber moments, Singles Day, back to school is big, especially now September uh, coming up. And uh, more locally, the Dubai Shopping Festival. And as well, if you're in Saudi, think of National Day. So when we think of these holidays, it's good to consider both the global and the local and these mega sales moments where consumers come together. Now, why is it important? Because it definitely represents a key moment for brands to connect, entertain, and inspire their consumers. So, like you said, uh, for the next, I would say, six months, there are so many of these key moments where marketeers can tap into. And that's why we partnered with YouGov in order to understand what does the holiday season entail? And more importantly, what are the emerging trends?
0: So when we're looking at the holiday season, are we talking about... um and obviously, it's a big time for consumers. Are we talking about people buying for themselves? Or I, I mean, I think when you say holidays, I think of Christmas and there's gifts and things around then. So and you mentioned uh, shopping festival and so on. So are we talking about are we talking about people buying for themselves, people buying for others? Who, what, are, what are people spending money on?
1: Yeah, int- actually, it's interesting you mentioned that uh, because gifting in general, we tend to think uh, gifting for others, but self-gifting is definitely on the rise. And um, if you think about it, I mean, the pandemic, to some extent, really made us reevaluate what's important for us. And the research has indicated as self-gifting, taking care of oneself, seven out of 10, to give you a bit of context or perspective, seven out of 10 holiday shoppers said they actually did research for them to purchase something for themselves. So next time you're in the mall or you're online and you want to buy something for yourself, you you shouldn't feel guilty at all.
0: I'm totally going to rebrand my um, impulse purchases as self-gifts. I think it's, uh, yes, self-gifting is treats for yourself, I guess. And especially during the pandemic, like you said, I guess there's a lot more of that.
1: Yeah. And another thing about self-gifting, what we observed through the research is actually people are looking for gifts that are eco-sustainable, taking care of the environment, which is an interesting insight. Um, And maybe because, again, we're reflective of what's important. So taking care of the environment of Earth is definitely as well, top of mind.
0: Well, that's nice. So it's not just everybody taking care of themselves, they're taking care of the planet as well.
1: Yeah, which is uh, very interesting. Yeah.
0: So tell me more about the research. So you've done a you've done some research. And what can that tell us about the holiday season in 2021? What is the research, first of all? Who did you do it with?
1: So the research we commissioned with YouGov, um, and uh, we wanted to really understand what are the emerging consumer trends. And last year, to say the least, I mean, it was not typical, right? The world, as we know, it, changed. And to some extent, the holiday season last year was canceled. Um, On a more positive note, though, the consumer sentiment actually is more positive, and people are more upbeat and looking forward for the upcoming holiday season. Um, they feel even more confident about their uh, finances, and as well the prospect of finding a new job.
0: Okay, that's good. So there's a lot, so so what? So people are more confident about their employment. They they're more conf- confident about presumably things like meeting up with others this holiday season, which we didn't do last time. And um, your research, what where, did, where was the research done? Was it global? Was it local? Was it
1: um... uh, so both? It's global and local. What we've observed is uh, most of the trends are actually global and maybe last year and a half we all to some extent went through similar experiences globally so the pandemic what's really important uh is really a global trend and at the end of the day we're humans so regardless where you're residing it seems what's important based on the research to some extent it's uh, it's global uh, because we all we all have the same basic needs
0: that's an interesting point, yeah, that we are, we are all human. So what, what did the research find then? Let's get to the nuts and bolts of it. What can you tell me, what, what, what were your findings?
1: What we've observed, so to answer your question on the research, other than the e-commerce adoption, right, is technology definitely is on the rise and there is high adoption. But what's really important is the human connection that is timeless. So what the research uh, uh, showcased is for, for emerging trends. That all go back to the human needs that are timeless. So okay. I can get over, yeah.
0: over and above sort of the the technology because we started off by talking about sort of te- I was expecting you to say that you know the the big the big things that you found out were tech things, but you're saying they go back to sort of human needs.
1: Uh, yeah, it's technology, not for the sake of technology. It's technology uh, that uh, people are using to go back to what's important. And technology is definitely an enabler. So if we think of what people are looking for, we still wanna feel part of communities and connect. And okay. the, if we, the groups, for example, we refer to it as the digital gatherings. Even if you couldn't see someone, I mean, personally, how many times were you actually doing uh, calls or WhatsApping or Facebook group or making sure you're always posting what's happening? So therefore, uh, being, feeling connected remains a key um, priority. And uh, that's something to definitely consider when we're thinking of the holiday season. Another one is um, engagement and entertainment, where people are really looking forward for the shopping season. And maybe because I guess it depends where you're living, right? Uh, Everyone is itching to go back to the physical world. But even on the online, people want to have fun. Uh, People are really looking for, you know, how can I uh, have fun when I go shopping, when I'm browsing. So make sure that you're creating campaigns that are engaging and fun.
0: That's going to be fun. I'll bring, I'll bring us back to that in a minute. What are the other two trends? So that's two trends that we've got community and connection, engagement and entertainment.
1: Anticipation and occasion. It's the child in us, right? Remember, I mean, if you celebrate Christmas, you put it in your calendar, when is Christmas, and you have the countdown. <laughs> Christmas Day, it's coming, and you're looking... You didn't remember, really I remember, I do this to this day, yes. <laughs> do you still do. So you still have the child in you.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, or for me personally, I think as parents, everyone is circling when, when it's back to school, right? Like, what is the date? So I know <laughs> it's like we can have That's a your celebration, <laughs> is it? That's my celebration, my personal celebration <laughs> and everyone else out there. Yeah. Uh, so it's really the anticipation and the occasion that people are looking forward to. The fourth trend is around inspiration and spontaneity. Uh, we're forever explorers and uh, we always want to discover something new and exciting and we're always uh, curious to look what else is out there so inspiration and spontaneity uh, this is what people are looking for and like i said all four of them are actually going back after human needs uh, that are really timeless regardless of what's happening around us
0: well, let's let's pick them apart if, if if that's okay, and sort of in order, if you don't mind. So we start off yeah. with community and connection, and you sort of you start to talk about the timeless aspect of it. So sort of what the timeless aspect means. So what does that mean, as well as sort of in the timeless aspect, and what does it mean in practical terms for marketers, especially especially those marketers who have seen that ten year evolution in a year. You know, you're you're a retailer, you've upped your game. Uh, in e-commerce, how do you, how do you turn that and how do you tap into community and connection?
1: Yeah, I mean, again, being aware of what's happening in the market. So lots of these engagements of communities moved from physical to online. And um, the digital gatherings, people actually sharing lots of stories is definitely on the rise. So, but the desire to feel connected is really timeless. Yeah. Eight out of 10 people during these mega sales moments, actually feel they're part of the community. And how many times do you shop? Uh, and you actually, if you go to, you know, there is a sale, whether it's on a virtual sale or, or physical sale, and you start WhatsApping your friends or telling them about it. Hey, there is a good discount. You know, why don't you make sure I know you're looking for something? Or you even share it on Instagram. You take a picture so you can share it. So these connectivity uh, are definitely something for marketers to be aware of. Um, and another key trend about communities actually giving back to local communities. So what we found out based on research, consumers are actually willing to pay a bit more if it goes back to a homegrown brand, if you will, uh, which is interesting. So think of communities not only as shopping, but how are we giving back to local communities?
0: Is this a pandemic thing? Because I there was a, an awful lot of talk about sort of shopping local and things during the pandemic. And partly it was because... Um, Partly it was because uh, a lot of trade was and um, shipping was was out. So you had shop locally. And partly it was to do with sort of supporting your local people. Do you think that that's, uh, do you think the pandemic sort of boosted that?
1: I mean, uh, to some extent, yes. But I think we're reevaluating what's important. So we talked earlier okay. about the environment. And there is uh, an element where you want to give back. And if we start peeling the onion, if you will, of giving back, we always want to give back to our local community to some extent. Uh, So therefore, I don't think it's just a reflection of the pandemic. Uh, Homegrown brands are definitely um, people wanna invest in. And with technology, by the way, these homegrown brands, uh, they actually uh, can uh, ship everywhere in the globe now that most of the ports are open. So there is an element of cross-border shopping that is emerging as well.
0: Can you give me an example of how, I mean, do you have any clients that have used the sort of insights from community and connection?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if uh, you're based in Saudi, National Saudi Day is a key moment, right? So one of the key brands, Lazure, which is a youthful jewelry brand, wanted to connect with its female customers. So what they actually did, they created a very nice necklace uh, with the Saudi map, and they wanted to promote it during uh, National Day. So what happened, they leveraged the Facebook ad carousel featuring the necklace, and the results were amazing. I mean, increase in sales by 66%, and of course, a huge brand affiliation where they leveraged this key local moment to connect with the Saudi uh, females in order to celebrate the National Day.
0: Excellent. uh, That does sound like really sort of being part of the community there.
1: Yeah, you feel part of the community and celebrating, so I want to emphasize as well, when we think of mega sales, uh, there is a huge element of uh, the local moments that we need to tap into. And that's why for Saudi National Day is key.
0: So, what, okay, so the second trend that you talked about was engagement and entertainment. What does, uh, what does that mean in practical terms?
1: I'd like to I'll add another term to make it easier. Is, uh, I'd like to refer to it as uh, shoppertainment, right? Shopertainment, so, okay. shopertainment. That's a new ter- <laughs> terminology. Um, and the, the line between shopping and entertainment has really merged. And if we think about, especially in our region, when you used to go to the souk or you still go to the souk or the Dubai uh, shopping festival, yes, you're going out there to purchase something. But what you're really looking for is the entertainment piece, whether it's live music, I know, I always um, do the raffles, and I always wish that I can win the card, which hasn't happened, by the way. Have you ever won <laughs> anything in any of those raffles?
0: I never have. But no,
1: I never have, and I think they say what uh, what's the probability one in a million. But it's always about you know positive I've, thinking. I
0: bought <laughs> at least a million tickets, so I can disprove that already. <laughs> but, okay, yeah. yeah so, there's, so there's that, and but how does that translate to to digital though? I mean, you can't translate. The sort of live music and the raffles and things to online can you, or, or are you going to prove me wrong? Uh, I prove you me can. Wrong. That's that's okay, the power of technology.
1: <laughs> so how does it translate? Right, it's about creating the online. Uh, how can you create an immersive and fun experiences? And there are so many tools out there, like augmented reality filters. So you can create this engagement or even live shopping where you can have um, you know, an influencer or some music background. So the delineation between physical and online where we used to think, okay, if it's not physical, how can we engage has yeah. really merged and uh, brands have an opportunity to make sure that they're tapping into it. Another key thing to consider because if it's online, to give you some stats, eight out of 10 consumers specifically in UAE purchase their products on their smartphone. So mobile shopping um, is definitely on the rise, and that's why you have to make sure when you're building these campaigns, are you using technology? Are you making sure that you are building it where your audiences are? Because if most people are shopping on uh, through their smartphones, you have to really think of the experience through the mobile. And last but not least is about engaging with your customers, right? So. How many times do you purchase something that doesn't work and then you have to call a call center and go through loops of IVR? No one wants oh, to do a, that.
0: It's a horrible feeling. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't think anyone's like, let me just call the call center and wait. loop. Uh, so engaging with your uh, uh, consumers through conversational commerce, whether it's WhatsApp or messaging, where it's real time, definitely uh, it's something to consider when thinking of the holiday season.
0: As an alternative to the call center.
1: As an alternative to the calls or other traditional means, okay, uh,
0: yeah. Um, all right then. Anticipation and occasion. Hit me with that. Um, you said that this is sort of things that you again. This is looking forward to going back to school or or, or, or Christmas. How does that work? Uh, sort of digitally and in the modern day and age.
1: I'm going to ask you a personal question, if I may. So. Uh, Austin what what were you looking forward to in the last couple of months was it like were you watching uh, watching the soccer the olympics anything uh, anything comes to mind
0: um i was yeah i was definitely following the uh, following the olympics and uh especially the uh i as always i got i thought i wouldn't be interested and got sucked in so <laughs>
1: Yeah. yeah. So, and I bet you mark your calendar. I mean, it might be a digital calendar, but you actually, you know, oh, this is the day where maybe you watch the opening and whatnot. So uh, it's similar behavior where people, again, it goes back to the human uh, needs or behaviors that are timeless. People are actually marking their calendars with these key mega moments that are coming up in Q4. And to put it in perspective, 84% of surveyed shoppers in UAE said they bought something during the mega sales, with now nine out of 10, they're planning way ahead. And I know in this region, we tend to think we're actually last minute, uh, but people so what, so are really looking forward to it.
0: So they're planning to buy something specific then? They're not just, are they, are they planning ahead for the sales and go, I'm going to go shopping and look around and see what's there? Or are they saying, I need a new mobile phone, I'm going to buy that, uh, you know, I'm waiting for the sales to, to do that. What are they doing, or a bit of both?
1: So it's a bit of both, but uh, so let's think of the path to purchase, right? So people are planning ahead at least two months from the mega sales moment. So the two, behavior is the two mo- minimum two months. So wow. if you're not uh, thinking of, you know, the shopping, to some extent, you're a bit behind. But having said that, if your consumers are already... In discovery mode, two months behind uh, when the mega sales is happening. So then we have to start thinking, how can we engage with them early enough? And back to your point, well, what does technology have? Is making sure that when you are engaging with them through discovery up to purchase, that you're leveraging technology to make sure that the messaging is relevant. And you have measurements as well. Measurements is key to make sure that you're optimizing it. But go where your audiences are, make sure that the messaging is relevant, and uh, don't miss out on the mega sales moment early enough. That's my advice.
0: So, I would argue that maybe even if consumers are planning for the mega sales, maybe the brands themselves aren't getting in as quickly as they should. So, shouldn't they be basically starting to talk about their their sales even, even earlier?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because you really want to tap into the joy of discovery. Sometimes you don't know what you want to purchase. You just know that, okay, I have to buy uh, my partner a gift. And how many times like, okay, they already have a watch. They already have, uh, you know, they have everything. So what should I do? So how many times do you actually go and start researching? Uh, So that's why early... Engagement with your consumers is critical because, you, to some extent, you can help them navigate through the discovery of what to purchase for that special person in your life.
0: And what about sort of following them through that that thing? Because you're helping them discover the things earlier, but are you? Um, I mean, you you can then sort of follow them through that journey and presumably remind them later of the things that they looked at before. If I start to look for, you know, I don't know. Presence, presence for, you know, best presence for women or something. Now, maybe you'd, uh, you know, the advertisers would start serving me ads for watches and and things now. And then I'm just using watches because you use that as an, an example. And then maybe follow follow me up a bit later when it actually comes closer to the sales and things. There must be quite a lot of this. Sort of yeah, there.
1: absolutely. And, and that's the power of technology and uh, machine learning and AI, right? So uh, to some extent, we're making your life easier because as much as you want to purchase something for that special person, I mean, let's call it what it is. Some of us, I'm not naming any names, often (laughs) don't want to spend too much time online doing the research. So therefore, (laughs) technology can come handy. And and in order to start giving you some ideas or inspiration of uh, discovering new brands, uh, new gifts that you didn't even think about.
0: Yeah, there's definitely that aspect and things that you sort of, yeah, the things that you save, that you sort of, flag and go, oh, that's a, I have a little list. It's quite, it's quite analog, but I do have a list of like prospective presents for people. So that when I panic at the last minute for their, for their birthdays or Christmas or whatever, I know to go back and I'm like, oh, that one would, yes. Um, so, and then that takes us through to, I think the number four of your uh, timeless trends, which is inspiration and spontaneity. And uh, you've just said that we plan ahead a lot more. So where does the inspiration and spontaneity fit in? Are we spontaneous?
1: We are, and it's all about the joy of discovery. And uh, to give you some context, right, if we look back of um, the last year and a half, uh, the internet, I mean, everyone's always online, right? Because you want to connect with others, you want to browse, you want to see what's happening with the news, what's ha- what is COVID spiking, are you traveling and whatnot?
0: All so so the doom and gloom, yes.
1: <laughs> all the doom and gloom, but you're still positive about it, right? So it to leave behind us soon. Um, so then what happened, the internet, which used to be utility, actually became a place of discovery that stimulates and inspires us. And how many times were you browsing the internet uh for the news, let's say, and before you know it, you actually bought something or you liked something and you put it in a shopping cart because it's like, oh, that's interesting. Let me get More back to that. More than I would like to admit,
0: certainly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, so, and what's interesting is 66% of people surveyed said they actually liked it when they discover products or gifts, uh, options that they weren't even thinking about. So it's that spontaneously where you're online and all of a sudden, you know, you get recommendations or uh, posts that might interest you to some extent, because we're, we exponentially increase our being online, then the shopping is always on.
0: I that's a really interesting point that you said, the internet moving from being a utility to being somewhere to discover things. I hadn't really thought of it that way. I mean, I I don't know, I just thought of this, okay, maybe I haven't thought enough about the internet, which in my job I really should. But, <laughs> so you're saying that we used to use it as a tool and now it's sort of jumping jumping out at us. It's not us marching into a shop, grabbing something, putting it on the counter and walking out. It's us sort of being caught, it's almost being caught by the displays in the window as we walk as we walk past
1: yeah i mean can you imagine if we don't have the internet it's almost our lifeline or if you have teenagers God food with i mean no internet no wi-fi <laughs> whenever it's slow in the house i, I can't I, I get an earful so don't, you, don't yeah. use that as
0: a don't use that as a punishment isn't that the uh <laughs> that we try
1: i try <laughs> that's another discussion for another day you know we try
0: <laughs> so okay so we've looked at the four themes which are connection community and connection engagement and entertainment, anticipation and occasion, inspiration and spontaneity. Can I put you on the spot now and say that you, you know, we've got looked at a lot of sort of what these different things mean for us, how they, um, you know, how marketers can use these, these insights. Can you give me sort of some overall advice to marketers looking to make holiday marketing plans based on some of this research? Are there any sort of final, you know, actionable, I think actionable takeaways would be the uh, actionable insights. What what would you like people listening to this podcast to to write down and do?
1: Okay, so three things come to mind. Uh, When it comes to shopping, the human needs are timeless, such as feeling part of community, engaging with others, looking forward, anticipation for the occasion. So make sure when you're building the campaigns that you address these human needs by creating campaigns uh, that are inspirational, people feel connected and engaged. The second one is leverage technology, but don't leverage technology for the sake of technology, because we can get really haywired by just looking at technology and figure out well, how can I use that tool versus the other. It's really technology as an enabler. So consider systems such as the Facebook discovery commerce system to scale and to create memorable experience and build campaigns that allows products to find people rather than the other way around.
0: Products to find people. This is back to what we talked about, the internet as a utility versus the internet sort of feeding things to you. Yeah,
1: yeah, Uh, absolutely. And and the last one is, um, I mean, very tactical. It's just visit our Facebook for Business website and download the Holiday Marketing Guide to learn more, where it has lots of tips and tricks and very specifics on how to elevate uh, the holiday season for you and your brand.
0: Excellent. And can we find out about more about the research there as well? Some of the research there and things as well? Yeah, there
1: is more insights. You can find more about the research uh, and some tactical advice of how to create the campaign from discovery up to purchase and retention as well. So the path to purchase and retention. Excellent.
0: I will put in my own little uh, plug here that you can also uh, read more about all things media, marketing, advertising uh, on campaign. Um, we're online at campaignme.com. We're on Facebook and all major social channels. You can sign up for our newsletters. Thoroughly advise you to do that. You can catch our podcasts on Angami or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again to Facebook for sponsoring this episode. And thank you especially to uh, Rana Burry, who is Facebook's media Head of Marketing. That's uh been fantastic. Thank you, Rana. Thank you.
1: thank you, Austin.
0: I've been Austin Allison, the editor of Campaign Middle East. Stay safe, everyone, and catch you next time.